in Kenya, people receive the word with joy. And that's why when they receive Bible from Bible League, they cry. Hello and welcome to this action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. For more than 80 years, Bible League International's mission has been to serve the under-resourced church with Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. More on that uh, audio cut you heard in just a moment, but our action podcasts feature powerful stories of God's work around the world, taking you to the front lines of our global ministry and allowing you to see how your gifts and prayers help us realize our mission every day. At the end of this action podcast, we'll share how you can partner with the exciting ministry of Bible League International. With more than 54 million people, Kenya is among the most populated countries in Africa. It's bordered by South Sudan, Ethiopia, Somalia, Uganda, Tanzania, and the Indian Ocean. The location of Kenya is strategic to the Ministry of Bible League International and provides openings to unreached tribes, such as the well-known Maasai. The majority of people in Kenya identify as Christians. Joining me today to talk about how the gospel is changing lives in his native country is Pastor Joel. I'll withhold his last name for security's sake, and he hails from Kitali, a city about 250 miles from the capital of Nairobi. Joel, welcome. You're a pastor, yes? Yes, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for now 21 years. Very nice. Hey, tell us about your family. God is so gracious. I have a wife by the name Joyce. Uh, we have been together with her for 22 years now. And uh, I have six kids. The first one is 18 years old. Then we have uh, nice. the second one, 14 years. And then we have a boy, 12 years. Then another boy, 8 years. And then the following one is uh, six years. Then the last one, a girl, one and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, your family sounds a lot like mine. We have uh, older kids, a younger child, and the gap between child two and child three is about 11 years. Uh, you are a blessed man, brother. Hey, let's jump right in. Um, what's life like for a Christian in your part of Kenya? Kenya, Africa, we have uh, northeastern. There's a lot of Muslims. Christians pass through some persecution over there because uh, they want all people to be Muslim over there because most of the people there are Muslims. And sometimes we get uh, the attacking Christians on the road and they ask if you are a Christian or you are a Muslim. Those are the northern part of, of Kenya. But um, Kenya as a whole, most part of Kenya, uh, like where I come from and, and uh, Nairobi, People love Christianity, only that uh, in the remote areas, the challenges of Bibles and uh, and reaching out is the, what we are facing. And also we have a uh, uh, language barrier, but mostly Kenya is a Christian nation. Yeah, and that's consistent with what I know, and I think what most of our listeners know, that Kenya is predominantly Christian, and that's a great blessing. How did you uh, learn a Bible league? How did you get involved with this ministry? For a long time, I had not come across uh, something like that until 2016, when I came across this Bible league through Nairobi, our office in Nairobi. I met uh, Christopher. And uh, I was uh, like, let, let me call pastors within the area. And I mobilized a number of pastors. And they came, Sonjero came and do some promotion. Then from there, 
he um, he trained us and uh, most pastors did not really believe it's gonna work but i persisted to follow it so uh, i went on with the with the program but when they saw that the bible study was taking place and the bibles were coming so they came whoop, even those who had gone <laughs> Nice. And right now, Bible League is a big, very much big in my region, and it's a ministry that has changed many lives. Well, it is wonderful to hear you say that, uh, Pastor Joel. Um, tell us, how has Bible League transformed lives, especially during uh, the COVID lockdowns? That's n- now we saw the power of Bible League because people now could do Bible study in their homes, their families, find people sitting together and reading the Word together, and uh, it has brought change. Even though this pandemic, it had a negative, but on the other side, this positive side of it. Yeah, we've definitely heard that sentiment from other parts of Africa and around the world, and I'm glad that's true uh, in the country of Kenya. Now, not too long ago, a team of staff from our U.S. office visited Kenya, and you were one of the pastors who met them there and showed them around, yeah? Yes. Did you show them how people react when they get a Bible? It's absolutely amazing. I'm telling you, even when the team from this place came to Kenya— I took them around. They were being welcomed by celebration of all kinds because Bible, you know, I'm, I'm working in the remote area where resources are not there at all. You find a pastor having you is uh, a pastor, but having a Bible that has no some pages. So when Bible came, it was Jesus coming to the people. Mm. I took the team around and they were able to see there were some churches who didn't have a Bible, but they have a pastor who preaches to them what he don't know. Then, But after Bible League, you see, now they own the Bible. They saw the team from here, so they welcomed us with celebration, and not only that, but many, many parts. Even some people, they cry because they never knew uh, they will have their own Bible. And something that sometimes triggers my mind is how these people were surviving without the Bible. Mm. And uh, they're in the church, it's something very, very hard to understand. You see, Bible came in in a very, very mighty way. Even now, right now, we are working with uh, many churches, over a hundred schools that we are reaching mm. out in the area, and yes. we have not even reached a half of it in the in the only in my region, live alone Kenya, only in my region, because there is a great desire. And when people receive the Bible, some cry. They cry, they cry. Uh, there's another lady who took the Bible and she kissed the Bible several times crying. <laughs> hey, listen, I've seen that reaction too, uh, Pastor Joel. I wasn't part of that particular group that you're referring to, but I visited Kenya and Tanzania in 2018, and I personally gave a Swahili language Bible to Mabel, the former village witch doctor who at 65 had left all of that spiritual darkness to follow Jesus Christ. And uh, Joel, she held that Bible high above her head. She shouted louder each time, I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm a new creation in Christ. So I've seen those reactions, and they are very, very moving. Okay, let's get to personal here. Um, as a pastor, how have you personally been impacted by being involved with Bible League? Um, I started working with Bible League in 2016 uh, when I engaged into Bible study. And this has really made even changes in my own church because we had a congregation of around 50 people. When the team from Nairobi came, they trained us how to run Bible study and use the Bible League material. When we did the first graduation, when people graduated, I found the church coming full. I found out that there are people 
in the village that I've been preaching there for some years, they were not coming to the church. But when they heard that it's Bible study and somebody can get a Bible, right now there are disciples in the church. So the impact of Bible League to the society is great because we can see the evidence by one, people coming to Christ. We have gone as far as reaching even the, the churches that did not allow the Bible. They believe in their own ways. But right now, they are involved in the Bible study and they get to know what's happening because the book, especially we use the book called Maishamapia. That's Kiswahili, mostly in the churches use the Kiswahili one, Maishamapia. And you see, it really transforms life because they go through together in groups and you find somebody coming and saying, I didn't know this. Hmm. Even pastors confess, I didn't know this. Well, I think that's one of the things we pray for uh, as a ministry. And I can tell you that's so encouraging to see pastors being strengthened as under shepherds to Jesus Christ. You're also involved in public schools in Kenya. Is that right? The schools there, the, they give good testimony of the transformation of the young people. Young people that are being transformed. And um, also in, our, in Kenya, we have um, religious syllabus. In our syllabus, we have religious uh, subject. So Bible League has been a great instrument in supply, uh, supporting the schools on the side of religion. <laughs> that is so foreign to us here in America, uh, Pastor Joel, to hear of a ministry like Bible League involved in a public school. Tell us more. How do you, how do you pull this off? I am the organizing in the all region, and under me we have other pastors from different denominations. So we have a group of 15 we work together to see how the the program is going on. Under them, they have other people under them. That's how we were able to, to spread and also to reach more people. So we get the testimonies of what God is doing, and we come together and, and share how things are happening and to know how we can approach schools. Because uh, if you can't just go to schools, uh, they'll ask you, how are you coming? Because it's not part of the government. So we have volunteered ourselves to visit those schools during their Bible study and to be with them, to go through them, not only receiving the Bible, but knowing how yeah. to use the Bible. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing that Bible League is filling that need, uh, Pastor Joel. Hey, listen, are you seeing students and maybe even their families come to Christ? And if so, can you share a testimony? I remember the school that we, that we had Muslims coming there. Yeah. Because of the the schools were not really close, you know, Muslims and uh, and Christian, they just some of them just learn in the same place. And uh, in the first place, there was resistance for the parents to allow their children partake in that in that uh, Bible study. Mm -hmm. But I visited them and we talked, and uh, we told them it's good just to see what's happening. Then eight students got saved and their families got saved. So those are the things that just uh, happens, transformation through the child, then to the family. Hey, listen, Joel, all of these testimonies are so encouraging today to hear about lives being transformed, students, individuals, even pastors. Can you tell us about a church uh, that's been transformed by the gospel? There are many testimonies that are taking place, and the churches I took the team from here to a certain church they didn't believe in the Bible. It, it, it's an indigenous church. They believe so funny, funny things. But I can assure you today, the transformation of the word. If I take you to that church that I took the team, 
they have been transformed. And now, they're now using the Bible. <laughs> that is awesome to hear. Uh, you know, we often hear uh, of syncretism, how churches will blend Christian doctrine with pagan uh, beliefs, and then someone like you takes the time to present the true gospel, and it makes all the difference. Hey, listen, you have done a great job giving us the 411 on Kenya, Pastor Joel. Now, something tells me you've done this before, yes? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he tried to tell me earlier he doesn't do this very much, but uh, obviously he does. Um, before you go, one more question. If you could compare the U.S. with Kenya, what would you say are the differences? You know, there's a great difference between here and Kenya. I was taken to an open air in um, Louisiana. You say open air. I think you're referring to evangelistic services held outdoors, yes? Yes, people are not interested. But in Kenya, if we make an open air, you'll see thousands and thousands of people coming. So in Kenya, people receive the word with joy. And that's why when they receive Bible from Bible League, they cry. The team that came here, they were surprised to see people receiving them in celebrations, meeting them on the way. Uh, Lian told me we, we don't see such things happening. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm working in the remote area, not in the town. We are interested with the people where churches are not there. Where to get a Bible is a miracle. Even the, for themselves to put food on the table. You know, here, even if somebody can, you can lock yourself in the house for two years, you still have to eat, you will eat, you will drink, you will dress, everything's good. But in Africa, people live for tomorrow. If they get food today, they say they don't know where tomorrow it will come. When it comes tomorrow, they say, okay, another day, God has, you have given us food. So it is not surprise for someone getting a Bible. You cannot ask, why Bible? Because they cannot afford it. <laughs> they can't afford it. You've been listening to Pastor Joel all the way from Kenya, Africa, and specifically from the city of Kitale, about 250 miles from the capital of Nairobi. And Pastor Joel, we didn't mention this earlier, but uh, you're here in the U.S. for just a brief time. I'm so glad that you made Bible League International one of your stops. What a joy to hear how God is working through you and other pastors, as well as lay people and fellow Christians to engage people in God's Word there in Kenya, and then to realize how Bibles and training from Bible League International are integral to all. All of that. Listen, God's blessings to you as you head back to your native country. And again, thank you for such a wonderful, wonderful time on today's podcast. Will you stay involved with Bible League International by praying for and supporting this ministry with your financial gift? By God's grace and through your partnership, we'll continue serving the under-resourced church with Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. Visit BibleLeague.org to learn more about where we serve and to sign up for our e-news and verse of the day. That's BibleLeague.org. And follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Again, thanks for tuning in today. I'm Michael Woolworth for The Action Podcast.